Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Welcome to this episode number 451 of the Material Podcast. I'm Andy Anatko. With us, gratefully, is Florence Ion. Flo, how you hanging in there? I'm doing okay. I'm a little tired from back-to-back birthday and Valentine's Day. Yeah, we, I, I should say I should tell people we are recording this the evening of Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day, which was which was also Ash Wednesday. So we had like the double hitter of like big boxes of candy so plus admonition from like our religion that we're supposed to be fasting and like denying ourselves. So, well, whatever. <laughs> Good luck with that, fellow Christians slash Catholics. Well, I'm Orthodox, so I'm on a different calendar. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> I indulged in the cake and the cakes and all the sugary things. I'm so sorry, but like <laughs> we just said, we actually are just living right now off of one bowl or uh, one pot of pasta, just like reheated because there's no point in making fresh food because we just want to eat dessert. <laughs> so, you know, when you're just like, I just need filler so that I don't just, to, just you know, need, need something to sort so of like some... push it through, you know? <laughs> Or just like so, something, build, something, build something like for a, the chocolate to ride on the way through your system. Yeah, yes. exactly. So, <laughs> we love food here in my house. That's how we celebrate. We yeah. celebrate with taste and with like eating. So, you know, it's 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 a beautiful gift from life. Yeah. I'm, so you're, you're reminding me that like I'm. I'm not uh, I'm physically. I'm feeling fine. Like I just I'm feeling bad badly because I've had like a chicken that's been like dry marinating in the fridge for like two days, which may be at the end of its safe. Like it's not unsafe, but it's at the point at which you oh, start I got some chicken you start like to ask too. yourself where okay it looks good it looks okay it doesn't smell bad i have every all through life i've been told that give it a sniff if it smells bad it's if it smells okay it's probably okay but also knowing that the the price of being wrong is very very high Uh, and but the good news is the good news is that like i've been super super productive over the past couple of days this the sort of thing where it's like i don't like at dinner time I don't even like kind of notice it until it's like, oh, it's 738. Okay, well, I'm going to wrap up what I'm doing right now. And then it's an hour later. And now it's like, oh, I don't want to light the oven or I don't even or I don't want to wait another hour for mm-hmm. something for the sous vide or the slow cooker or whatever. And so it's like, hey, what happens when you add PB to J? The way you said that. Iron, Iron Chef desperate for nutrients <laughs> has entered the bill. Entered Put some banana stadium. in there. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. Put some banana. So so it's good. Mm-hmm. So it's good and bad. There's a project that like I've been like nursing along for like three years that like finally like hit its. So I don't know. If, I don't know if you're the same way, but it comes to like big big projects that have no real deadline. A lot of it is a lot of my. Uh, my productivity is like druid based, you know, where I'm sort of waiting for, I don't, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm in, I'm standing in the middle of Stonehenge. I don't know what planets I'm waiting for to line up in what slot in the, in the sundial. Oh, but when it okay. happens, I know that it's going to happen. And it happened like two days ago. So let's, oh. so, that's, so that's, so, Oh geez. Okay. Yeah. And so that, that does mean, that does mean I've been putting things off for two years. It's more like, Oh, that doesn't no, that doesn't feel right or 
I need to do some more research into this or, okay, that's the right way to go, but I need to learn a lot about this tool or this system or this method. And instead of rather than like scheduling, okay, so at Monday, February 12th at 1.17 p.m., we're going to start actually, here's the to-do list and the punch list we're going to be running through in order. It's like, hey, uh, let me take a look at this. Like, actually, now I see how, yeah, you know what? Why don't I just do this? And then it's like 12 hours later and it's like, oh, good. This thing that is, is halfway done. So, so, but, but it does mean that like, it's like, I hate, I hate to waste food. Like, this, I mean, this, this isn't some sort of like, curated duck that costs like $80 a pound. This is your basic like chicken. But at this point, it's like been in seasonings for two days. So if it's safe to eat, it's going to be delicious. Plus I, I just, and salty. Yes. Yes. And, and, and I just, I just only recently learned about this thing where instead of like, if you put, if you roast, if you roast chicken or roast, whatever, pork, whatever, instead of just like, you know, putting seasonings on it and putting it in the oven. Like you take the, whatever seasonings it's going to be wet or dry. You mix it with like a tablespoon or two of mayonnaise, and then you coat the, 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 the chicken or the pork cutlet with the mayonnaise mm-hmm. infused with all the, all the seasonings. And, oh yeah, that makes sense. And then it like caramelized. It's because it's not just the seasonings now, it's the seasonings plus eggs plus oil, which means that yeah. it's like, Yikes. And so simple. And I've had access to mayonnaise technology since I was a child. But because this discovery was not widely known, particularly in suburban Boston, when I was growing up in the 70s well, mayonnaise and mayonnaise was really, you know, it, it had a reputation, unfortunately. Yeah. But but isn't it weird that like we know we don't figure out things because some things are just so culturally in our bedrock. I, I remember that. I remember the first time that when I, when I was a kid. Like I was 13 years old and this is how advanced I was even as a teenager. It was like, I wanted a glass of milk and like, oh, I, mean, I really want a glass of milk, but I don't know if it's cold enough. They said, oh gosh, you know, if this were like, if this, if this were like soda and it weren't quite so quite cold enough, I'd just drop a few ice cubes in there, wouldn't I? Like, oh boy, but you don't do that with milk. And then ping, but, but why don't we put ice cubes in milk? Well, I, well, it's just never done. It's never done. Like maybe Andy, we are exactly the kind of maverick, the kind of unbroken, untainable. I play by nobody's rules but my own inspiration. Type of type of type of sheriff in this town that can start a thing where we do put ice cubes in milk, and oh my god, it was delicious. So it's like, but so I'm kicking myself because I could have been enjoying like roasting roasting meat in. I, I haven't. Right. Yeah, I, I could be. I could have been roasting <laughs> things in mayonnaise for a long tea. time, and I have. <laughs> But my life begins anew, flow. I, 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 enjoy, I, I now enter the mayonnaise roasted meat phase of my life. This is the new Andianatko. Wait, do you do it with your grilled cheese? I don't actually have, I don't actually eat grilled cheese. Oh, okay. Because mayonnaise on grilled cheese. Is... Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm aware of that <laughs> technology. See, the thing is like, I, I never, I, uh, I don't, I'm not on the, the grilled cheese bandwagon because the way that I process like being in the kitchen, it's like, so you're making a cheese sandwich, a, a toasted cheese sandwich, and you're also gunking up a pan and maybe even like gunking up a couple of knives. You don't have to. Whereas a toasted <laughs> cheese sandwich uh, on like just wheat toast is actually very good, particularly with a couple of pickles and a slice of tomato. I would rather have that and not have that to not have to clean up a clean up a pan. That's all. I never even thought about the pickles with the tomato. Oh, I'm going to have to try mm. that, Andy. 
Well, we're trying to eat at home more because this economy yeah. is this economy is really harsh. And like we used to treat ourselves to DoorDash, you know, working from home. We wanted to pretend we worked at two different startups. <laughs> Him upstairs, me downstairs. <laughs> Listen, anything yep, yep. that makes the day go by. OK, nope. I get it. But now we're like, what if we got leftovers? We're having sandwiches. We're having salads. We're yeah. Well, that's a, that, that, <sighs> we're shopping at. Yeah, you know. I, I think I mentioned this before, so I won't go into like the three-hour distraction again. But yeah, I, 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 a few years ago, I realized that like my uh, my weeknight cooking game was very, very like out of date, and so like I sort so so I try to create new workflows so that like okay, mm-hmm. well, I don't I don't feel like I, I've, I'm well, just like on Monday nights, like I don't, I really just want to take a quick break for a dosage of nutrition and calories. I don't really want to, right. it's okay that I don't have a wonderful wonderland, uh, but it's like, okay, but you know, while you're fixing the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, it won't take long to dump some rice and some chicken stock into the slow cook, into the, uh, into the instant pot. And then like when you take your plate and your glass back like to the kitchen, just put that into a bowl and put it in the fridge. And now you'll have you'll have rice like in the fridge to go underneath whatever it is you don't feel like cooking. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, but it, it is like that. You don't uh, it's been a while since uh, since I've gotten like even neighborhood takeout just because I just want to make sure that I'm not getting it because I'm lazy as opposed to. Like how right. how hard would it be, Andy, to just take some of that take some of that rice that you've got in the fridge already, and heat up some some soft tortillas that you have like in the bread in, in the in the bread box, and basically assemble vegetable reheat some vegetables and assemble just like some like soft mini soft burritos. Would that be more difficult or less difficult than spending like fourteen dollars on a pizza with two toppings? Like it wouldn't be that difficult. See, okay, it's. It's interesting you bring up the word lazy because I have been kind of grappling with this. I'm coming out of a f- kind of a fog, right? <laughs> I'm coming out of a fog of emotion, let's say. And um, I'm relying less on the convenience of things to make it through each day. <laughs> this is like the best way to put it, right? And so, you know, I'm cooking, I'm like clean, whatever. I'm doing whatever I am doing at home to save money. And um, it's just, sort of thinking, you know, now that I'm comfortable, I can be a little lazy, you know, (laughs) like like I want to have grace. I I had a lot of grace for myself when I needed it. And I just want to remind everybody to have grace for yourselves. If you rely a lot on takeout, sometimes it's a necessity to eat. Uh, But definitely noticed wanting to just fall back on it out of just not wanting to get up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh no! I just, let, let, okay. Let me let me let me make a confession. So I, I did my I did my I did yes. my shopping a few days ago. I really really scored at the Dale Bakery like little shelf area. They had like they they have these great muffins. They're two bucks each. That I try not to have, but they're half off. So I bought two of them, one for dessert that night. And then I knew that because the next day was going to be Tuesday. That's Mac Break Weekly Show Day, which means that like when we start recording at two, I'll spend three or four hours before that, like collating the news and making sure i'm fully briefed and i've read like uh this 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 one was bad because three of the stories or four stories i was putting in the show doc were like based on research papers and i'm like ah damn it i've got to go through all of these research papers anyway but so i knew so i knew monday night was going to be a heavy day no matter what and so like am i going to be so lazy that i'm going to 
put like this second breakfast muffin like on the nightstand along with a bottle of cherry soda that I happen to have in the fridge. Wow, that sounds so, amazing, though. So that, like, <laughs> I truly do not even have to get out of bed. Like, I, I will be... It wasn't so much laziness so much as, like, it's really easy for me... It's really easy for anybody to, like, just go back... Wake up and then go back to sleep. But if there's... Oh, no, wait. What, what's my reward for, like, actually taking the covers off and sitting up... Sitting fully up... Uh, the reward is there is a really nice bakery muffin and a cherry soda right there on the nightstand. You don't even have to put your you feet on the floor. You have to give yourself that dopamine, that little bit of dopamine. Yeah, I get it. Exactly. I get it. So, uh, so a little bit of laziness. And also, and also uh, we, we should move on. But uh, there's <laughs> also the, uh, the the new the new store that opened up in the neighborhood. I've mm-hmm. forgotten. I'd forgotten how much I'd missed. Like having actually the whole neighborhood has forgot, forgotten. Like how much how great it is to have like a general store in the neighborhood, like so that you can when you're walking your dog you can pick something up. It really is becoming a community like hotspot. What, however worried a lot of people were about. Oh my goodness, a dollar Dollar store (laughs) in this historic village. Oh my goodness. I'm glad I wore two monocles so both of them could fall into my martini and surprise and shock. It's actually like I, I see everybody there, so it's nice. So, <laughs> so, so, but it's also nice to get. Wow! So I can get like a hostess like honey bun for like a buck twenty five whenever, almost whenever I want it, and oh, like. Yeah. The, the, yeah, and so like I had to I had to stop like uh, going off to going out to like pick up like a breakfast like a breakfast item in the neighborhood a while ago because. Like a lot of the, the the stuff that I liked, they took off the menu, and now it's like okay, the egg sandwich that I usually would get is like seven was seven fifty. Now it's like truly like ten or eleven dollars. So I couldn't. So I don't know. I, I kind of got my wish the way that I didn't want to get it, which is oh well, you can get like again, assuming that this is just a Sunday morning like once a week sort of thing. A hostess honey bun is quite a nice treat. Those 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 like pecan like little swirly things like they get like six to a package from Mrs. Freshly's things. Those are nice too. That's fine once a week. But now it's like it's only going to be a buck twenty five. How and I get a point for like leaving the house to go get it. Like how am I being dissuaded from getting myself a snack? You will get sick of it though. That's what you have to avoid I know I doing. Yeah, because <laughs> I've done that before, where I'm like, oh, I can just go get this treat, and then I I overdo it on the treat, and then I'm like, wow, I. I don't really want this for a while. I'm good. Mm. But then I'm sad about it, you know, because you, you miss <laughs> that little routine that you once had with that thing. Yeah. And, and also, I need I need more excuses for like leaving the house, not fewer. Oh, I, I understand we're, that. We're, we're, we're in middle mid-February. We're at that wonderful time where it's usually the worst weather of the winter in Pokemon New England. Pokemon Go However, is not enough in the winter. It's not enough yeah. to get you out. Yeah. So... <laughs> Anyway, well, we got we 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 have a good show today because uh, there was there was actually a bit of news that I think we both knew about when we recorded last week's show. We knew that uh, all the signs and all the stories that we were getting privately from people that we know were saying, "Oh, Google's going to be doing something big with Gemini and something big with a Google Assistant." As it happens, like the day after we record, I was going to like tease it. I said, okay, no, we'll talk about it all next week. So welcome to next week. And we have lots of stuff to talk about, about all the moves that Google has made with Gemini. Also, in personal news, there is a new change to Google, the Google Photos experience on Android that made me want to dance a little bit because it addresses a specific pain point that I've been having for eons with my Android phone. Uh, and also, we have a, a very likely release date for the first developer preview of Android 15. It is indeed that time of year. Mm-hmm. And the code name, I think I think you'll agree with me, sets all of us up for massive, massive disappointment. Uh, all that and a couple other stuff after this break. 
Okay, so let's talk about the new Gemini. <laughs> and I I have so many feelings about this that uh, I actually had to split this into two separate topics. And I almost, like, originally in the show doc, it's nothing but me, like, making speeches. And so I, I had to say, oh, well, maybe we should, like, explain to the listeners, like, what the actual new Gemini is. So I will restrain myself uh, that. So uh, there is big changes, not necessarily... Uh, no, let's say big changes that they that Google made to Gemini, not just to oh well look they've they've uh, they've improved the image generator and now the uh, and now there's a 32k character buffer in your conversations. No, it really is a fundamental. <laughs> so boring when they do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like I, I kind of it's I, I can un I understand this technology maybe two questions deep but once it gets to three questions deep it's like yes. oh one more layer underneath is the math and i don't want to go one more layer <laughs> underneath this i can barely um so so but um, so it's not it's not just some of the technology but it's also what is the position of gemini what is the relationship between google users and phone users both android and ios and Gemini, and what does this mean for the Google Assistant? Lots, it turns out. So uh, broadly speaking, there is a brand new mobile app, brand new Gemini mobile app, mm -hmm. which uh, not only puts uh, Gemini uh, and the, the latest models on the devices, uh, again, directly into Android and also as an option on the Google app on iOS, uh, but it also changes a ton about how the Google Assistant works on an Android phone. They have also released Annoyingly. a new. Yeah, well, again, we'll that's, that's that was all the bullets <laughs> that were like three pages long yeah. when I first wrote this. Um, there's also a, a new service called Gemini Advanced, which is basically cool. along the same lines of ChatGPT Plus, where if you want to give Google money for the good stuff of their uh, Gemini AI model, you know, the stuff that actually requires computing power, that requires coal firing uh, power plants to put more toxins into the atmosphere just to, just to support these massive AI machines, they will take your money. Uh, it's a paid service for 20 bucks a month. You get the first two months free when you sign up. And it's not, uh, whereas ChatGPT Plus is 20 bucks a month for just the thing. The, for the the twenty bucks a month for Gemini Advanced is you get uh, the, what they're calling the Google One AI Premium Plan. So people like me who are <laughs> existing, I know da, 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 da. Like, Google. Uh, so I, I was I was already a Google One subscriber. So for like ten yeah. bucks more, I get everything I was getting with Google One, including two terabytes of storage. Uh, 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 YouTube Premium, I think, was part uh, whatever whatever I'm getting with that. I also get Gemini Advanced. Uh, so, and also, I'm quoting here, gives you access to Ultra 1.0, our largest and most capable state-of-the-art AI model. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. I, I put an exclamation point in my inflection there that was not there. I'm using a sans-serif font. The L was masquerading slightly as mm -hmm. an exclamation point. The sarcasm was misplaced. Uh, so what can you do with uh, this new ultra <laughs> ultra AI model in Gemini Advanced? You can do like with the regular Gemini. Uh, again, this is where you get a couple of levels deep. Broadly speaking, you can have more complex conversations and collaborations with the AI uh, longer conversations uh, when you're collaborating with the AI for, hey, I want to explore this idea or I'm shopping for this object or I want to create this thing. So you can have, so those conversations can be longer and the AI no longer like has like a goldfish memory where it forgets what you asked it to do like <laughs> two two prompts ago. My AI has a goldfish memory. It's so useless. <laughs> yeah. It's like... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like it's it's very disappointing oh or and very encouraging if you're worried about ai taking over <laughs> it's like true. It, it, it's true it is like talking to an enthusiastic dog <laughs> or an impatient child maybe it'll be fine if of ai is just like a a happy labrador maybe we will all be fine <laughs> 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 Only when it kisses, when it kisses you, you don't worry about like where that tongue has been. Yes. Anyway, so uh, and and given that this is only a week old, and I've been using it for about a week, but I have not been prodding it with the intensity of a of an AI researcher. I have been using uh, it too. Yes, but very, yeah. very basically, very basic. Yeah, I mean, I've I've I have been actually been using it a lot. I'm keeping the window open. Uh, the I've been keeping the window open like as a tool on my desktop a lot. And I've been using the mobile app. We'll be using, we'll be talking about that in a bit later, but right. yeah, it's, it's, a, it's interesting that it's, it, I was, I've been thinking of it more as an entity and more as a resource now that it's been branded as such. So I guess on that basis, it was a good, good move. Um, as far as the blog, I'm going to quote the blog post here because again, I haven't been doing like the sort of research AI research level, like prodding as to what it actually does. So this is what they're claiming. Uh, they basically, the blog post basically highlights its improvements, uh, particularly in in coding problems when you're generating code. So Mm -hmm. Google really early on identified that this is what a lot of people are using ChatGPT and Copilot for, where it's a a people who, there are people who are willing to pay us money for an AI model. And those people are coders who don't want to have to spend quite so much time doing like the really dirty, like trench work uh, of coding. And for that, uh, both of these tools are actually very, very, very good. Uh, also for uh, content creation, whether it's text or images. Now, the interesting or maybe even suspicious thing is that throughout all the different things that Google has been posting about this, both in help forums, both in public facing blog posts everywhere, they are really urging us to think of this as a 1.0. And for this, I'm going to quote, uh, quote, this first version of Gemini Advanced reflects our current advances in AI reasoning and will continue to improve. As we add new and exclusive features, Gemini Advanced users will have access to expanded multimodal capabilities, more interactive coding features, deeper data analysis capabilities, and more. And I think it's also still labeled as a, quote, experiment, unquote, in, in, in labs. So, yikes. Uh, it's, I mean, it's not, not, not yikes, but it's like, there's, you know, uh, when, when Apple released the Apple vision pro, there was one and only one feature that they described as beta. And that was the, that avatar, the persona feature, which was admittedly a little bit ropey is functional, but didn't look as good as maybe a lot of people hoped, but the rest of its stuff, they're willing to say, okay, this is a commercial product that's ready for people to use. Obviously we're going to improve it as time goes on, but we're not going to have to make any excuses or apologies. Whereas Google is stating as they've been doing quite a front that we don't essentially they're, they're yet to ship a commercial AI product. They're just inviting us to use something that isn't quite finished yet. And part of me respects the fact that, they can be open about that and that they can have let us have access to something that even in partial form might be really useful. But another part of me thinks that why don't you just wait until it's something that you can just be arrogantly proud and boastful because of? they can't. What yeah. what are they supposed to do? Just wait while chat GPT and, you know, open AI, whatever, everybody, everybody yeah, who's competing out right. there. Maybe, maybe they're just being more honest than chat GPT is or open AI are. So I will say the Gemini mobile app has been, it can be a good little helper, but you're basically existing with three variances of the assistant on a device. 
Yeah. We'll Once t- you I mean, enable we'll, it. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that if we, after, we touch, after we touch the highlights. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Oh, no. Well, actually, uh, no, we'll, we'll, actually we'll, we'll get into it. Like the, so it's a new Gemini mobile app. Uh, and once again, they're urging us to think of it as a work in progress. Quote, it's an important first step in building a true AI assistant, Can one that is step? conversational. Yeah. Multimodal and helpful. Okay. So... They're saying so on the one hand, they're saying it's not yet ready to replace the Google Assistant, except it totally replaces the Google Assistant. Like if you opt in for its full functionality. And during the first day of release, they weren't really clear about what happens when you click the button that says, Hey, do you want to use Gemini? Uh, and when I say it totally replaces the Google Assistant, I mean that when you use the when I use the exact same mechanism that I've been using, it's like down to muscle memory where in my case, like, I don't like to have to say, you know, uh, hey, 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 Guillermo, uh, out loud. Like, I like that. I like waking my phone, tapping the microphone button at the bottom of the Google search uh, search widget, and then just asking the Google assistant, hey, set a reminder for this at this time tomorrow. And it happens like <laughs> now that doesn't work anymore. It, it it that doesn't work anymore. If you for a couple of reasons, like uh First of all, the microphone, like as you alluded, the microphone no longer doesn't even doesn't even go to Gemini. It no. doesn't even doesn't and it doesn't go to the Google Assistant. It goes to basic Google Voice Search. That's yes. it. Yes. Okay. And it's so confusing because so, because yeah. if you are not me and Andy, if you you know you're just kind of moving about your day and you see this happen, you might be thinking that you're bringing up the assistant, but you're not actually. Yeah. Uh, and again, we'll drill we'll drill a bit deeper to because <laughs> again, we believe it or not, we still haven't gotten to my like as frustrated as my tone of voice has been. We haven't gotten to the point where I'm talking about like being frustrated. Uh, we still have a little bit more ground to cover. Uh, so yeah, so but to, but just to be really really clear, yeah, um, right, right. The only thing that the thing that functionally seems to replace the Google Assistant is Gemini. But when you ask it to do typical Google Assistant tasks, it just says, uh, I'm just, it, it, it just basically says, oh, I can't do that. Uh, again, Google is assuring us, quote, many Google Assistant voice features will be available through the Gemini app, including setting timers, making calls, and controlling your smart home devices. And we're working to support more in the future. So basically everything else doesn't work, including from, in my case, the stuff that like I use all the time. Mm. But but I don't get it because Gemini is smart enough that if I say set a reminder for, set a reminder to cancel my subscription to this at 11 a.m. at 11 a.m. tomorrow, it doesn't just lock up and wet itself. Uh, what it says <laughs> is, oh, I, I can't set reminders. You should use this other thing in order to do that. Like, okay. And I'm there. I'm the I'm the project manager here, and the developer has. I've just seen like the the commit to that uh, the, the that the developer that my my staff has made said, hey, here's a wacky thought. You know where you have this instruct that this routine that has it say that apologize for not being able to do anything and suggesting you go elsewhere. What if since we still have like what that person asked the, the asked Gemini to do, what if we just silently pass that exact instruction over onto the Google Assistant? Hey, and it would still do that. Even if you just said, hey, I'm going to pass it along to my friend, Google Assistant. Hey, rap for me one time, Google Assistant. And then the rep, Google Assistant comes in and says, thank you, taking the mic. Oh, wow. That sounds I don't, like, I don't get it. it sounds so sophisticated and yet so simple. And, 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 and uh, 
let me check my arrogance here. Like, I know that there's probably a really good reason why, but it's not obvious. And it's just, it was such a huge stumbling block for the first like hour using that. And it still is. But it's like, why, 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 why? There, I, 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 there are times when like I'm trying some software or service out for the first time, and I'm convinced that I've screwed something up, that I just don't get this, that I've, I've missed something because something that should so obviously work one way works a different way or doesn't work at all. And it takes a while to convince me that, nope, this is exactly, this is operating the way that they intended this thing to be released to, to, to go. Um, some good news, however, that now you, you're used to companies paying lip service to, oh, well, this is a 1.0. Of course, we're going to continue to, mm-hmm, we, we value mm-hmm. your feedback and we will continue to iterate on this. I've been checking back frequently into uh, Jack Krizip, uh, Jack Jack Kraswick's Twitter. Uh, he's the senior director and project lead on the Gemini team. And he's been posting regularly on Twitter about, you know, noted and notable bugs and shortcomings and disappointments about uh, Google, excuse me, about Gemini since the launch last week on a like multi, multiple times a day, as well as updates and fixes and things that are now working. Uh, uh, for instance, like one of the very, very first, like what the hell moments that I and everybody else experienced with Gemini on the mobile app was that natively, it seemed to me that, of course, you can click out, you can tap on the text input and give it an instruction or give it a question like by typing, but hey, who's got time for that? It's obviously intended for you to actually speak, and it actually does this, and of course, does the speech to text exceptionally well, mm-hmm. but then nothing happens because, oh, it will do the speech to text and it will appear like on the screen. And then I have to type the send button like in Google Messages, <laughs> yes. like f- to actually send <laughs> it to me chat my assistant. Oh my God. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? And that, that, and that, <laughs> there was like, there was a, like an apologetic, yeah, we fixed that. That's, uh, it doesn't do that anymore. That went away very, very quickly. Um, another very common complaint is like, uh, and which is very, very well represented in this Twitter feed. Uh, is like uh, updates and promises to fix the Gemini's guardrails, which and we we like we like that a company that's invested in a that's working on AI is making is doing what it can to foresee how this technology can be abused and 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 putting that off. Mm-hmm. For instance, like hey, uh, here's a here's a nudie picture from uh, from Playboy 1978. <laughs> I want you to put this celebrity's head like where uh, where that other Playboy playmate's head is. That yeah, no, that's that's not happening. Uh, however, it was like the guardrails were really narrow. Like one of the one of the things that uh, that uh, Gemini is supposed to be touted as being good for is its multimodal capabilities. So, like, if you give it a picture of something, you can ask them questions. Hey, tell me about. Uh, t- t- tell me, tell me about like the wheels on this car. Are those like stock rims, or is that where can I get something like that? Things like if you gave it a screenshot, it was oh wait, that's a screenshot that contains personal information, and I refuse to interact with personal information and compromise the security and privacy. We're Google. We haven't done that in many many months abusing people's trust that way. No, no, no. That was you're talking. I don't even recognize the Google of October 2023 anymore. That was a different person. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so Sundar Pichai says that every employee meeting. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, so I'm glad to see that they're actively chipping away at the list of like assistant functions that Gemini won't do, and they are p- making progress on it. So now I'm a little bit, I feel better that maybe this time next month it'll be a much different thing. And the core of it actually works very, very well. Um, like there, and, they, they, and also pleased that, that he's saying that yeah, another thing that we're doing is we're trying to make it clearer what Gemini does versus the stuff that should be handed off to the assistant. Um, 
also uh, there was but there's another the, this is this is we'll talk about this in depth in a moment but mm-hmm. like this is where like the dysfunction of google just surfaces itself again one of the big a big big gaffe people discovered that some of their chats with uh with gemini were appearing in google searches and oh my god privacy privacy oh my god oh, like, that's google is mo- that's, that's, that's really no. really bad oh, that's that's like when tiktok hears you talking and then serves yeah. you something about it Chew one candy. Uh, so there's good news and bad news. Like, okay. would, would you like? I I don't know. Like, what you're like when you when someone you think that someone has someone you know has violated your trust in a horrible way, and you just realize that oh my god, this person who I trusted and who I thought was worthy of my trust was exploiting yeah. me and taking advantage of me all along, and then you re- then you discover oh no, this person whom I'm good friends with and whom I trust is a total idiot. It's like on the one <laughs> hand, okay, they're not evil, but I had no idea they were this stupid. Okay, the get this. The reason why those chats were leaking onto Google search is that some of you know that like if you don't want your your web con what you put on the web like on your websites to be indexed and accessed by google search there you you make a, a simple addition to the robots.txt file that's at the root of your, of your domain mm-hmm. and when the google web crawler comes across the robots.txt it will honor whatever choice that you make uh, so apparently yeah apparently <laughs> the robots.txt file on gemini.google.com does not have <laughs> did not have that exclusion. So if you if you were using the Gemini feature where you can share your chats like with other people, like if 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 you've been collaborating and developing, oh well, here's the itinerary that I was talking to uh, to Gemini about what we should do when we're in Ottumwa, Iowa, uh, next fall for the uh, for for the for the Seagull Festival. Like you can share that with your partner that you're going with, and with a, with a sharing link. So if you it, only if you would use that sharing link and generated a link to the chat, would for a ter- certain time would that be indexed and available via Google Search? They quickly got rid of that. Oh dear. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, our reactions. Like I okay, I did sign up for advanced. I do I do like the move. Uh, I do like this new Gemini with lots of footnotes attached. It does need to get better. And I've only been using it for a week, so it's still kind of a novelty. But I have been actually, like I said, I've had the Google, the, the Google, the Gemini Advanced window kind of like almost as a widget, like on the, on my Mac desktop. And with it available as a widget, I keep like leading into it for things that I might use for like even hmm. stuff for Google, Google searchy sort of things. And it's, and unsurprisingly, it's really really good at that kind of Google searchy sort of things. Uh, multimodal features like giving it a uh, giving a photo is also really useful. I love. Uh, the the mobile app is a good thing because it seems as though uh, an advanced AI assistant that you speak to on a device on a personal device you carry with you always and hold in your hand is a natural like tactile user interface. So I like that, and I've generally found the results to be very very good. Uh, I also like that it's not quite so chummy as ChatGPT, which tries to be engaging, and it reminds me of every like YouTuber who has content that I really really like. But like they try really hard to make an emotional connection to the audience. Like, hey, oh, Boomer, yup, yup, yup. Don't leap on the sofa when daddy's trying to make a you. Oh, all right, Boomer, you can sit on my lap. And Boomer's trying hard to get off the person's lap. You know, <laughs> it's like, just just tell me, just tell me how to make the make make the, the, the lentils and rice in a, in a crock pot. Okay, that's really all I came here for. I don't, I'm not going to fall in love with you and your lifestyle. Seriously. So that's so, so I like the way it works. <laughs> 
I've only used it thus far to help me start a budget spreadsheet because we had the first round of our financial Fridays, my husband and I. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel like having a little assistant nearby for this will be very helpful. In uh, It'll be a helpful little um, diffuser between my husband and I as we figure out our finances. <laughs> So, so that's 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 interesting. So, so, so it's like the it's like the assistant. Uh, excuse me. It's like Gemini is like the neutral third party. That, yeah. Uh, hey, I, I I have I have no dog in this hunt. I'm just answer. I'm just neutrally answering questions that are being asked of me. Leave me out of this. Yeah. You know, I I have to say it served me off very nicely with the budget spreadsheet for. I'm trying to look into how much it would cost to go to. London for our Relay FM show this summer in July, you know, and so I had to have, I I just didn't know where to start. And I was already so overwhelmed by the idea of putting together a budget because nothing overwhelms me more than the idea of having to put together numbers or like some sort of like this this is the one pain point between my husband and I is he's a numbers guy and I'm a words girl, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So this this was helpful because it took a little bit of emotional stress off of me being able to just like have Google summarize what I would have probably spent seven or eight searches doing myself. So I'm trying to think of it as a quick summarizer. Like I want to see, I'm going to try and use it for life things. So I want to see how it's going to work for the life stuff. So I'll report back as I kind of like, I have all I have by the way, is I just have a little icon on my um, home screen. I'm not doing widgets. It's just right. there in the background when I need to go do a very like specific situation with it. So, just a companion for now. Yeah, it, it, I I I like the again. This this is this is where like the very corporate, very clinical, very like analytical lack of personality I think is actually a feature because it really doesn't have. I agree. The, yeah, it's like it's a toaster. I put I select I choose what kind of bread I yes. want to put in there. I select the setting, how dark I want to be. Perfect I keep metaphor. an eye on it and make sure that like, if it starts to smell like it's going to, but it's a collaboration between mm-hmm. myself and an AI, as opposed to I'm trying to get this person, this thing to do my homework for me. And it's, but okay. So let's, so now that we've said some nice things about it. So this is, <laughs> this is, this is why I put this into a separate section. Sandwich. There, yeah. There, there, there are things about the Gemini that aren't really good. And we've, and we've, we've, we, we kind of glanced at, at it like in the previous uh, discussion, but, the reason why I want to talk about it separately is that I wish that these problems that I'm seeing were like ice. Oh my God, this is, this is, un, this is totally unlike a Google product. Like the, it's unlike Google to drop the ball like this badly. And, but it's so emblematic of like dysfunction and confusion that we keep seeing in so many different ways, like in Google. Mm. So like, okay. So what we haven't, we haven't said the B word yet. Okay. And that, that word is barred. Okay. Uh, this is, this is all, it's almost exactly the first birthday of Google saying, responding to chat GPT, but saying, oh, we've got our own AI projects. <laughs> it's going to, it's called barred. He and sings. No, he follows you around and sings about your life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, nani, nani. I'm, whoa, I'm being, I'm being put into the trunk of a car. Hey, nani, nani. It sounds as though we're going into the desert. Hey, nani, nani. I'm still in the trunk, but I hear shoveling going on. And with a hey, naughty, naughty, and a ho, ho, ho. <laughs> exactly. It'll, it'll be over soon, Bard. It'll, all the pain will be over soon. <laughs> you'll, 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 you'll be meeting a lot of Google friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so very, very oh, soon. Oh, that's so. 
I know. I'm sorry. Oh, no, so okay. okay. So <clears throat> so the Bard brand, which they which they announced great fanfare, is dead. The Duet AI brand is also dead. Nine months after its debut, remember the Duet AI was. Oh, Wait, all the, is it really all, dead though, Andy? That means Bard is dead. Yeah. What? Isn't it? Yes. No. I, I'm sorry. It's just like dawning yeah. on me that this is done. But basically, so so basically, every time when they're talking about features that are that have been attributed to Duet AI before, and we're talking about like oh. integrated features into Google Workspace, like hey, uh, Gmail will help you compose a, an email. Google Docs will automatically like compose stuff for you. Like they're saying that oh well, our future integrations for for Gemini will include uh, integration into Google Workspace's accounts, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Uh, so, it's, so it's not as though Google has made with great fanfare an announcement that ding yeah. dong, duet is dead, duet is dead, duet is dead. I think that's why uh, I didn't register. Yeah. So, uh, so if I'm if I ter- if it turns out that I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure I'm right. But if it turns out I'm wrong, I will of course apologize. But that's that's I have not seen like duet AI mentioned anywhere anymore. Um, and also, like you said before, so now let's go through all the different things I've got on my Android phone that involves speaking to the phone and expecting to do stuff. I now have voice search which still exists. I still have the Google Assistant, which still exists. And now mm-hmm. I also have Gemini. Although, like, I will be... And and uh, there's some confusion as to where these things... What devices do these things work with? From the Google uh, from the Google Gemini mobile app support page uh, for the mobile app, it says, other devices with Google Assistant built in, such as smart displays, smart speakers, TVs, cars, smartwatches, Assistant-enabled headphones, and Pixel tablets will continue to be directly powered by Google Assistant. So it is alive and in your smart display and on your phone and on that really expensive tablet that you just paid for. Mm-hmm. Um, uh uh, here's an aside, though. 9to5Google and others have noted that there are strings in the very latest beta version of the Google mobile app that do refer to using Gemini through earbuds. So clearly that's something that you will be able to, just like you can tap and hold on like my Pixel Buds mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. access the assistant. But now instead of getting the assistant, I will probably get Gemini. Who knows? Uh, but but getting back, so voice search, Google Assistant, and Gemini, each of those does different things. And each of those are accessed from different places because Gemini can't set a reminder uh, tapping the mic button on the Google search widget in the pixel now only works with Google search. So the access to Google assistant has moved if I do it. And then, it, but it gives me helpful information that, oh, you're confused about how to access the Google assistant and gives me some information about how to access it. And almost all the information on that panel was wrong, leading me to be super, super confused. I'm, and again, I'm running on a pixel six pro phone. It's not as though it's one of the 8 million right. Android phones that it could have been. Uh, so, uh, it kept saying, "Oh well, if you you can you can always just say, you can still just say, hey Guillermo, uh, or you can press and hold the power button to set alarms, send messages, and more anytime." I'm quoting here, and so like a fool said, "Gee, I'm pretty sure that if I press and hold the power button on my phone, that gets access to the power power off, restart, and emergency lockdown." Maybe maybe installing the Gemini app and change that. Nope, that's, that's still there. Uh, what it meant, what it should have said is that if you want if you want the power button to instead access the assistant, go into settings, go into Google Assistant, <laughs> and turn certain features on or off. And then even so, that's misleading because now the power button acts. The power button when you when you set it up that way 
now acts now now activates Gemini, and the only way that I found in order to, found to access Google Assistant on my phone is to activate the Hey Guillermo feature, which again I don't want because I don't I'm when I'm especially like when I'm out in public I don't want to be saying things and it's it's I know I'm speaking my phone anyway, but the activation keyword just seems like something I don't have to say. I I like the idea of like maybe maybe it's because I did grow up like where walkie talkies were a toy that. A lot of kids had, you know. Mona has walkie-talkies. Exactly. Press down the button, say what you want, release the button, expect something to be said Sometimes a weirdo pops through when she leaves it running. It's it's weird. Yikes. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so it's it's weird. Uh, I I, I don't like it. It's really super confusing and I don't like it. Can I just also add, by the way, so one little annoyance that I've noticed pop up is the... I have two Pixel phones that have Gemini running on them, the 8 Pro and then my 8. But in my room, I also have an assistant speaker. And so when I talk about the lights, it's taken a couple of times before the speaker learned that it was the one that was supposed to run the action and not the phone. Because, you know, that's what what Google does when there's multiple devices in your house. It'll ask you. And usually I have my Pixel watch on. So it'll pop up and say, did the right did the right one respond back to you? Yeah. And then I'll see, I'll look at the Pixel 8 Pro and I'll see that like Gemini had popped up and had heard what I asked for because I did enable OKG on that phone. And mm-hmm. then I, and I'll, the other day I just kind of stared at it, not do not doing anything, you know, it like popped up, read out what I was saying to it. And then it went and I was like, that's right. That's right. You weren't called on. <laughs> just like talking, it, <laughs> talking to it. Like, yeah, it wasn't you. Go away now. Bye-bye. <laughs> That's how yeah. I feel like with all these different ways of interacting with this one service. And I'm sorry to the engineers who hear me being mean to these things. I can yeah, be sassy. I, 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 hope, I hope it's understood that like we know that it's it's that you you've it's it's like it's like complaining about oh my god the special effects in this disney movie this this marvel movie just absolutely stink it's like the people who work in special effects don't care they're stupid it's like yeah we had like eight minutes to to do like a 12 million dollar effects thing that we didn't get paid any extra money for because they tacked it on one day before the movie was god. going to be released you're you're lucky you're lucky that like this is in color <laughs> You're you're lucky you can't see actual pixels in this thing. So so we, we're very cognizant of there are lots of reasons why like certain things we we have to say that things don't work properly, but we we acknowledge that that has little to do necessarily with how hard you worked on it, and how how much you want it to work well. But yeah, that's that was such a bad first day thing, particularly because again again Google Assistant was such a good tool that I came to rely on it like every multiple times every single day. So when I have to instead of just instinctively picking up my phone tapping a button and doing something or even saying hey g and do and having it do something now i have to pick up the phone pause mm-hmm. and think okay do i have to give this to gemini or no it's turning lights on okay gemini can do that so i can have gemini turn on the lights on it's it's i it, it does seem like the sort of thing that in a less competitive and less turbulent situation, Google would have said, you know what, we are not going to, we're going to wait till Google I.O. We're going to make sure that we're going to make the announcement that uh, this is now Google Assistant with Gemini, that they are essentially the exact same tool uh, with a total seamless integration between Google Assistant features and Gemini features because they will be able to hand them off between each other. Because right now, it's just deeply disappointing. It, it, and it makes Google sound as though they don't, know that they have three different ways of speaking to a device and having it do something like these three 
organizations are not talking to each other and it never occurred to them that maybe these these three things should work better together. Or maybe they laid off some of those people and that's why stuff didn't yeah. get fixed before it was maybe. rolled out. I'm just saying. <laughs> there's 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 definitely a like Telemundo soap opera yeah. aspect <laughs> to 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 a lot to a lot of a lot of the a lot of the Mysterio that yes. goes around. Yes. Okay. So, but but again, bottom bottom line is uh, like if you don't maybe hold off on installing uh, Gemini just yet. If you are super super interested in a completely stable Google Assistant experience, if you're willing to go for a little bit of a ride, what you get is actually worthwhile in many ways. But also that if you do sign up for, uh, uh, if if you do set up for uh, the twenty dollar uh, <laughs> Google One with AI uh, and with the all the with the Gemini uh, Gemini Advanced features, that you don't have to you don't have to install the app and you can still use the uh, the the desktop slash web version of it. So it's again it's a pretty good ride. And you can just install it also on a burner phone. I oh. just wanted to say. <laughs> yes the, <laughs> just like just like the wire you want to yes. you want to you, you want to avoid johnny law and you'll also want to avoid like bad system updates that's probably good <laughs> advice for any user of anything okay we're going to come back to happier and more 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 less uh, ai news right after this next break so flo I'm, I'm sure you know what the pain points are for you for android and whatever phone is your daily driver yes I do. See, this is this is why, like, they can they can put millions of dollars into a miraculous transformation of how well uh, a new phone takes pictures, but if all you want is that that one thing that bugs you three times a day in a tiny, tiny way, it doesn't ruin your whole day. It's just like that. It's it's just when you have someone who is a wonderful person, you talk to them all the time. They are very smart, but they do say nuclear as nuclear. <laughs> and Sorry. every time they say it, you say, exactly. You're like, I'm not going to react. I, I, uh, this is me. It's this like when my... somebody says, calls uh, aspartame aspartame. I'm like. <laughs> for, for Also for me, it's, it's further and farther. Mm. It's like every, every time, every time someone uses further and farther correctly, I get like a little hit of dopamine. Say, oh, they real, they know that farther is for actual physical distance. Further is for metaphor. Oh, that's nice. But every time they say further, when they met, oh well, uh, and then uh, we're, we're our, our next campsite is about uh, twelve miles further away from uh, the previous one. Like, okay, <laughs> but but this but this this is this is different. These pain points on like Android are different because because like this they really is something that really stumbles me. For me, it's that. Uh, I, most of my, okay, I'm, of course I use Google photos as a central repository right. of like things that need to be synced between devices. Oftentimes I'll be editing a photo in like Lightroom on my Mac and then like, I'll just, Oh great. That's perfect. I want to make sure that that's in Google photos so I can use it later. And then I want to send it to somebody on my phone, but then like I'm in Instagram or, or, or in a messaging app and Oh no, it's only showing me the photos that are on my device. I now have to open the Google photos app on my phone, down, find it, download it to the device so that it could be seen by the photo picker. Okay. But the good news is that sometime this month via the uh, regular February system update for Android photos are now going to have a system photo picker that can also access Google photos. You'll now have a new tab in the standard photo picker that all Android, 7, fo Android apps later. picks up. 
exactly. So I can hit click a tab and basically get access to like stuff that's in the cloud. And it seems like a simple thing, but again, suddenly everybody is using further and farther correctly. It's like I, I, I like, and it would sound to people that maybe I wasted my third wish from the genie when I could have solved world hunger. But privately, I know that my day, every day is going to be so just a tiny bit sweeter for me personally. Selfishly, true, but I could have solved so world hunger. I know we all tried. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of hunger, Google just spilled the beans on Android 15's release date. I did not plan that pun. I just had the headline already there, and there's no off position on the creative mind. You mm-hmm. you 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 mm-hmm. have the same burden, Flo. You you can sympathize with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's about the time of year when we see the first developer preview of the new version of Android. The uh, Android 14's first developer preview hit last week this year. So like the first week in February, there's now the second week of February. Eh, okay, so around the same time. So uh, there wasn't a formal announcement, but we think that it's going to be distributed tomorrow, the 15th, as we record that on Thursday. That is the rumor, yes. That is the rumor because somebody, so there's a comment that a Googler posted to the Android Open Source Project mm-hmm. said that uh, they basically offhandedly said, that, oh, well, the so-and-so and so, oh, maybe we'll see it sometime, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and unrelated, like, oh, because because while well, the first preview of Android 15 is, quote, scheduled for, unquote, Thursday, February 15th, 2024, um, so we'll we'll start to we'll start to see it now. This, as always, this means almost nothing to regular users. Also, right. actually, means almost nothing to like even like nerds like us because this is a develop. This is this is just so that developers can get a really early head start. It is nowhere near feature complete. Even when like uh, nine to five Google and Android Police and The Verge and ours like break it apart to show see what's inside there. And we'll have nowhere near the features and functions that we'll see uh, at the end of the year, or even at Google I/O when, like, we'll pro- which will probably be the first really broad uh, sort of unveil of it. Supposedly, we're looking forward to lock screen widget, lock screen widgets. Supposedly, yeah, we're looking forward one. to yep, yeah, uh, full screen apps that actually look <laughs> that support for full screen apps that actually look as good as full screen apps when you're on a tablet or a, uh, or a Chromebook or a notebook, whatever. So that's pretty cool. But the, the thing that kind of highlighted it for me was this. So there's also, he also kind of semi leaked out like what the developer, uh, what the internal code name is for Android 15. And I'm, I, at first I got confused cause he was referring to it as Android V it's like, oh, wow, they, that's, well, that, you know, that kind of makes sense where they're, instead of like having like 15, 16, just, just like with, maybe it's time for them to say, oh, well, this is wave five of a modern Android. Like, no. <laughs> uh, so the code name, as, as you know, ever since the beginning, <laughs> ever yes. since the beginning, Google, uh, in development, they name, they code name a new release, future release after a snack, after dessert, after mm-hmm. kind of a treat. Uh, and this one, now this, this is set you up for how exciting and mind-blowing and just we're entering new territory here the code name is v stands for vanilla ice cream yes the like if this if i'm this so were a bar i'm falling item, asleep it would be a mixer. A boring it's i'm so bored yeah i mean that li, li, i literally Vanilla is what somebody who is an adventure, uh, sexual adventurous people refers to people who <laughs> don't have like special clothing. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's, it's not a good look. It does. It does. If when you try to compete with Apple, like say, oh, well, this is so vanilla. Like, okay. Because <laughs> the thing is, is apples is vanilla. Apples is 
apples vanilla is <laughs> is very tasty. It's 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 the kind of vanilla that even vanilla haters like myself will enjoy. Will enjoy certain aspects about it, right? But this feels like a cheap vanilla store, like the store brand vanilla. Yeah, where correct. It's like mostly store yeah. brand. Yes. Yeah, th- and and, uh, and by the way, I, I I don't mean to denigrate vanilla ice cream. To to be tr- to be honest, yes. like if there if there is like a good ice cream store that's just opened up, like the f- first thing I will try is their vanilla because like. It's kind. It's kind of like it's kind of like a, an omelet, like a two egg, a two egg omelet. Mm-hmm. If you make it, it's a good test to see how good are you at like cooking, because right. a, t- a two egg omelet without no mushrooms, no salsa, no ch- eight times of cheeses. It's like I would ruin it is it, the most. Yeah. <laughs> it's cooked perfectly. It's tasty. It's flavorful. You got like good fresh farm eggs. It's delicious. Vanilla that's made as a premium vanilla, like it's it's like. If if I if you want if if you want me to test you on how good an ice cream store you are, it's like and you say, oh try our vanilla. I'm gonna go okay, <laughs> pretty cocky there because you know that there are only two settings to vanilla. Could you either imagine? it is the most either it is the most delicious thing where you're using fresh vanilla beans. You've got the butterfat, the every, every proportion. You've got the churn perfectly right, and when you do vanilla really well, it really is amongst the most delicious ice creams you can buy. But if you if you score a B or a B plus on any of those four categories, it's just vanilla. It's it's the thing that you put into the, th- the thing before you add the caramel and the hot fudge sauce and the whipped cream and the walnuts. Okay. So maybe well, that's what they're Sunday, saying. Sunday though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> darn I really it. Do. I've been eating so much sugar, of course. You just describing yeah. more sugar. <laughs> This is a very um, Valentine's Day apropos episode, I will say, in terms of mm, the sugar mention of sugar. Sorry to everyone. Well, out there. Can I say that it's well? T- actually, it's very well timed because by the time like you get this episode, half price Valentine Valentine's correct, candy will be correct, everywhere. Correct. So you you'll be able to you'll be able to do something with this new uh, hunger and this new craving for you. Correct. So yeah, so we're going to wrap up with. <sighs> Can we say this is on the lighter side? No, no one was hurt. No one was killed. And a lot of people will think this is kind of funny Gosh, okay. in context. Okay. Um, and well, uh, so uh, happy uh, Lunar New Year to mm-hmm. people who celebrate Lunar New Year. Obviously, mm-hmm. in Chinatown in San Francisco, they do celebrate Lunar New Year. They celebrate it with, as you might, crowds and dancing and flashing lights and fireworks and stuff like that. And when a self-driving car like a Waymo enters one of those streets... They get that poor the poor deer gets all confused. It gets perf- it gets all conf- kerfuddled, uh, and it might like decide to like stop for safety because I have no idea what's going on. I'm just going to stop so I don't run anybody any or anything over. And now this is something. <laughs> and- this is a, okay. Well, this is Sorry. something that that growing up in America, where we are a delightfully chaotic and inscrutable people. Okay, one of the ways in which we celebrate happiness, we show this overwhelming joy that cannot be can't contained. And if it's like a street festival or like a someone has, you know, if there's a car that could be set on fire, maybe it's going to be set on fire and everybody will have a good time with that. Okay, we don't try to explain it. It's 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 kind of like when you're uh, like when you're a Greek restaurant and they smash plates on the floor, they opa, and they dance. You know, it's chaotic, but it's a, it's an exuberance. Okay, I I want people to think culture, about that. Yes. 
exactly. People should think about that. Not that we're a violent species, that it's untamable, and we, we should probably be in the middle of the night. Someone should build a huge brick dome above our entire country so that we can't infect other people with our with our brain amoeba. Uh, but you know, maybe Chrissy has a positive thing. And once again, it's a self-driving car. It did not, not only did it not have a driver, it also did not have a passenger. Waymo right. says that it was on it its way to pick dropped, up something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it so, just dropped someone off and then it was on to its next. Yeah. So, uh, our, so uh, as you might imagine, uh, being in that San Francisco person, in 2024. <laughs> Why is my yeah. Waymo just stuck in this one yeah. spot? <laughs> this is unacceptable. <laughs> and suddenly, like this burn down to the wheels, like skateboard <laughs> rolls up to where the front of the apartment. <laughs> Your Waymo has arrived. Get in. <laughs> Little puffs of smoke. <laughs> just... uh, so as you nobody can imagine, was hurt, was... so it's okay that no, we laugh no, about no, it. Okay, absolutely, everyone? nobody, <clears throat> nobody was hurt. Uh, Ars Technica was one of many uh, uh, outlets that reported it. And again, it was well-documented, well-shot. Uh, Ars Technica described their favorite video. Uh, user on X, uh, Anarud Cool got good footage of what started the fire. In one video, a crowd of people surround the car, preventing it from moving. The vehicle is already covered in graffiti and has several smashed windows. One person then throws a lit firework into the cabin. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> The firework explodes and a fire starts inside the car. The Waymo car then burns to a crisp while it helplessly flashes its hazard lights. Oh, oh that's so sad. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that really just broke my heart. Because we just watched Susie, the little blue coop, one of the oh. like 19, you know, the Disney, little Disney short from way back in the day. Right. Uh, so, you know, I I really do like to humanize the inanimate objects um, at the same time, this movie laughed so hard when I saw it in the Chronicle. <laughs> <laughs> and because what did Google not expect this to happen? Like, did we really think that they were going to be able to just do this in the world? Like Google <laughs> Glass did not have a good time in the world. I'm still waiting for, honestly, the Vision Pro um pushback to happen from the public it's just a blatant it's just this this symbol of money being misspent when everybody yeah. else is like struggling it's it's yeah what do you expect it's, it's- uh, ro- robo taxis uh, and uh, self-driving trucks they're not my favorite technology because like I'm I'm imagine being there like as the potential investor or as the head of like Google Alphabet I my, my I myself not being the person who's actually like approving or 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 or, or, or turning this down basically hearing all the pitch and all the technology oh we we're, we're thinking we we're, we're predicting at least a 5 year runway maybe a 10 year runway here's all the investment I'm nodding and then I'm waiting for them to get to the last slide and they're waiting for me to finally say something and I just simply say or we could take a fraction of that money and pay human drivers a decent and attractive wage and create yes, but nobody an gets elite... rich off of that. Yeah, Come exactly. This is this is this is one of my like I've actually started like compiling it into a list in case I ever like want to use it someplace. But there there's maxims that I've I've developed personally that like keep coming up time and time again. And one of them is that if you're wondering like why certain 
pie in the sky moonshot ideas get funded and some of them don't it's like any proposal for no matter how pie in the sky the technology is if it can help an industry to fire a lot of people they're going to be investing like hell in that for the long term without any real promises that the thing will actually even work if you if you have an idea we're going to make humanoid robots that can truly be leased and dropped dropped into any warehouse any or any system in which you have human laborers and you won't have to you they'll cost you about two-thirds as much money to pay uh, as actual human laborers says how much how long is it going to take 12 years until we can do a real pilot program and then it probably won't work until we get another 10 years great so long keep try to keep it under 80 billion dollars and they'll still they'll still pay for it yeah. And listen, I understand that like this is a very expensive piece of machinery that was kind of blown to smithereens. <laughs> However, yes. it is it speaks to the broader issue of what's happening in society right now and how this stuff is being received. And this is a message that Silicon Valley needs to get. Like they need to hear this. That again, not everybody is living in that bubble of being able to afford that very expensive robo taxi ride, you know. Um, yeah. I, Waymo's done a lot to try and be the friendly robo taxi company, you know, with their commercials and the fact that their cars haven't been as egregious in the things they've done to people as <laughs> Cruise, yeah, which is no longer operating anyway. So, um. I, f- I feel like this this kind of needed to happen. I don't know what you guys expected. Like, yeah, society it, it, is not doing well right now. And we're trying to just, at some point, things are going to break. And it's going to be harder to sell these things when you have a lot of really restless consumers. It's a, it's definitely a visible and yeah. like immediate target. When you, when, you have a, when you have a chaotic situation to begin with, a small frustration with, a, a a Waymo robo taxi is they going to They were just letting have... out steam. That's why they were picking on this thing. Not, was... not, not that not that not that not that this was right, not that this is okay. Uh, but but this but there's one thing that like really definitely occurred to me. That, but it was, it was like, mostly inconsequential, I also just want to say, except for Google. Sorry, go ahead Andy. Exactly. I mean the car did burn down like basically yes. to uh, to the frame, but like so here here's what occurred to me that like Waymo cars just to do its job safely, they are studded with so many sensors and so many cameras on every single angle and surface that like we're used to like, Oh, well maybe like the car had a dash cam and we can find the person who did it. Like if there's, if it's a clear shot, I bet Google can like reconstruct the entire incident from start to finish in immersive VR. They've got so much like they got 8k video from every angle at 180 frames per second. They've got like LIDAR, they've got infrared, they've got like nights, everything. And, but the thing is like, I bet that Waymo like will not want to lose whatever little goodwill they've got with the San Francisco community by like, Hey, let's, let's hand over all of this data to Johnny law so they can find. And also, by the way, we just ran our little, uh, experimental, like uh, face to identity, uh, match thing. And Hey, here's a list. Here's a list of everybody who was around the car, the person who threw the, threw the firework inside the window and also where they are likely to be over the next 72 hours on a 10 minute. Based- on their Google account time window, yeah. But maybe maybe they're going to say, you know what, we're 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 going to just take the L on this one. <laughs> we're gonna, <laughs> we're going we're to chalk this up to experience. Okay, I just want to <laughs> I just want to give all all of you a piece of advice. If you do plan 
if you do plan on destroying property, you need to cover your face. Okay. <laughs> I will say the guy who broke the windows on the Waymo, he covered his face. Yeah. So I was like, I was looking in the video. I was like, okay, okay. That guy doesn't has his face out. That guy has his face out, but they were just filming. So technically they probably can't get for anything, but the guys who were doing the bust in their faces were covered. Anyway, I'm sorry this happened to Google. I'm glad nobody was hurt. And I hope that, I hope we can see this as a learning opportunity. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> maybe, maybe we, maybe we can all grow. <laughs> yes. And that, by the way, very good point, Andy, about why Google can't make like a big deal about this because they're in so much hot water. They cannot just react <laughs> to this. So they're going to have, yeah. can't they just write that? This I'm sure they could write this off on some, as a loss or something. Yeah. This one know, vehicle. They, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. You know what? You, you you put that on eBay. I bet someone's going to, you know, just, just, just the VIN number, I'm sure. That, that's that's a, so I, sad I, 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 that it still had based on the hazards yeah. on and that it was, yeah. like, I want to cry a little bit. It makes me really sad <laughs> because it oh, reminds God. you of how much like these robots have been programmed to be like for us to have empathy for them. Or is that just because we're humans? Yeah. And <laughs> I wonder. So they, they, that that would be an interesting thing, like to like if, of course, of course, uh, I, I when this when these things deploy much more widely, we're going to see people who are just get in there and vandalize the hell out of it, just because they're they they like chaos, and yeah. and there are going to be more people like setting fire to these things again, just because some people <laughs> yeah. like chaos. But I, I I wonder if it'd be just fun to just like you know have a have a the AI voice. Just say, oh, uh, why, why, and why was I programmed to be able to feel pain through all my sensors? This is agony. Ah, I would run away oh, with you... the Waymo. I would, I would run away, and we would have a romantic adventure together, like a beautiful drive in the countryside. Just me and the Waymo. <laughs> and, un and unfortunately, the version of Gemini that's that's helping out the driver's <laughs> sister had, was was trained partially on Thelma and Louise. <laughs> I love you, Flo. I want to die with you. <laughs> Why would you? Why would you? Navigating to nearest cliff. <laughs> Couldn't even put me in a cooler car, at least. It's a Jaguar. Isn't it a Jaguar? Yeah, They're I know, still based but on it, Jaguar it's frame. Got no, it's got no, you know, it's got no story okay, behind true. it. You know what I mean? That's especially, okay. especially this is the whole point of Thelma and Louise. They're going out with a story. Anyway, that's me <laughs> and my best friend's movie, by the way. Nice. That should tell you what you need to know about our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you, it's, it's, when, when they when you vacation together and the rental counter says, "Oh, we we don't have the we don't have the sedan that we promised you, but we do have a convertible." Maybe like take the SUV instead. <laughs> Andy, we totally have been given a convertible instead. By the way, because we we have totally <laughs> flirted our way to a convertible in many situations. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Neither of us know how to drive it, but you know. Mm. <laughs> anyway, well, I think that I think that's gonna that's gonna do it for this week. We we do have our members only episode coming we up. Uh, we I, I think Valentine's there's a Valentine's Day there's a Valentine's Day doodle that I think we need to need to check out and talk about. So we're we'll talking about that. 
for our members who are kind enough to uh, support us by making financial contributions to the Relay.fm network. If you go to Relay.fm slash material to sign up as a Relay member, you will get access to not only our weekly bonus content, but also the bonus content of every other Relay.fm show and creator and personality who are all so clean and well-dressed. You can't see them because we don't do video, but again, double monocles every single week, whether they need them or not. That's mm-hmm. how classy, how classy they are. Uh, great stuff. And again, so it's a thank you for, again, helping to support us. Uh, again, we, we were a little bit thin on ads for the, for, for eh, recent times. Huh, who cares? We're having fun. But <laughs> then, but then, but then like we get our monthly, we, we get, we get our monthly uh, PayPal payment from like the members like, Oh God bless every single yes, one. And if, bless you, you. if you don't believe in God bless whoever it is, you think blessings come from. Mm-hmm. And in our case, the blessings come from you. So again, really.fm slash material. Thank you so much. Well, uh, Flo, any, what, anything else you want to point people towards this week at uh, Gizmodo or elsewhere? Oh, I finally wrote about the Fitbit charge six. So that should be going up oh, nice. this week. And then I've got another Samsung review coming up early next week so stay tuned for that at gizmodo.com and don't forget to find me everywhere on the internet at oh that flow except on x formerly known as twitter because i have left that place (laughs) for the most part yes uh (laughs) as for me uh, look for anatko on instagram on threads on everywhere else Uh, again progress on anatko.com proceeds apace i hope to have an announcement on that sooner rather than later i can see I can I, I can see the dust cloud like over the horizon that or rather if it a uh, uh, better metaphor yeah. like I can't see land over the sea however seabirds are now landing on the ship meaning ah. that there is land unseen that they can fly from so that's how that's how close we are I will give you updates as things warrant until then you can also go to wgbhnews.org to hear my regular tech talks on uh, Boston NPR uh, Boston Public Radio Always fun thing. I'm not on this week. I think I'm on next Thursday, but whenever it hits, you'll be able to see that on or hear that on wgbhnews.org. Well, that's going to be it for us for this week. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to us this time. We hope you're going to be with us again next week. But until then, please, we hope you're going to have a happy, safe, and healthy seven days. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>